Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. My name is Matthew Hogan, and today I'm joined by special guest Tony Gable, who is a local professor here at Fort Hayes State University with business law, and we're going to talk a little bit about Our Lady of Fatima. So I think a good place to get started would be, what is your connection with Our Lady of Fatima? Well, thank you, Matthew, uh, this this morning for this interview. And the, the connection is is a little bit, I wouldn't say lifelong, but I've had a on and off devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. I think the main connection is is that as far as the history of the Fatima devotions are concerned, is that they began on May 13th of 1917. At least the uh, six visions that the uh, the young seers of Fatima actually saw are blessed blessed mother. And May 13th happens to be my birthday. So <laughs> as a kid growing up, that was a connection there. It was later on in life that I started developing a little bit more of that devotion. Mm-hmm. And then more recently in the last few years that I've really endeavored to fulfill that uh, request of Our Lady through Sister Lucia who is one of the three visionaries, that to complete a first a five First Saturdays devotion. Uh, she came to request that of, of all of us, and I, I started turning towards that to draw closer to her and ultimately through her to Jesus in that devotion. And so one thing you mentioned off air is for a long time after the visions, there was a very large devotion to Our Lady of Fatima, but that's fallen off somewhat since then. That's true. So you can speak with people of my generation and of your generation, and there will be usually a sort of a quizzical look. They, they may have heard of Our Lady of Fatima, but if you probe any more deeply, they, they won't understand what it is or be able to describe who Our Lady of Fatima is and, and the devotion of, of which she inspired. And that devotion was strong certainly from when it was made public that that was requested back in the 1920s all the way through probably the 1960s and it seems like after the 1960s 65 era that devotion started to trail off and now there's there's a desire to to bring that devotion back and so why might it be important to do the Five First Saturdays devotion like what are some of the things that are actually involved with that and why is it important well, okay, first of all, our mother has asked us to do that. How about that? That's probably the very first thing that, that would be a good answer to that. Anything that your mother asks you to do, you probably should do because she's looking out for your best interests. And, and there's no one other than our blessed mother who would have only the best of interests in mind for us. And so she's asked us to do this devotion. And the reason she's asked us to do this devotion is for a number of reasons. Uh, the main one is to make reparations uh, for sins committed against her immaculate heart. But she's also made a promise to us for for that devotion. And before we get into the particulars of devotion, let me just at least read the promise that was made about this devotion to Sister Lucia. Our Lady said, I promise to assist at the hour of death with the graces necessary for salvation. All those who, in order to make reparation to me on the first Saturday of five successive months, go to confession, receive Holy Communion, say five decades of the rosary, and keep me company for a quarter of an hour meditating on the mysteries of the rosary. So at the very least, she promises, if we do that to assist us in our in our hour of need, our greatest need, which is at the hour of our death, you know, with the graces for salvation. And that's a, that's a tremendous promise. I think we don't meditate enough upon that, that one point in time in our life, we are going to confront that final moment, and we need all the assistance we can at that time. And to have that promise given to us by simply following what our mother has asked us to do, and that is, is to do these, do this first Saturday devotion. 
So, like, that's not that complicated, actually. It's not complicated, but it's more difficult to complete than one thinks because they have to be successive for Saturdays. And there are a couple of conditions to this. So the first condition is, of course, five successive first Saturdays. And in our day and age, we're all kind of busy, aren't we? Especially with our families. And we'll find all sorts of things to draw us away from going to Mass on a Saturday. Now, this is not the Saturday evening Mass we're talking about because that's in preparation for our for our Sunday obligation. So we have that Saturday evening Mass and expectation of Sunday. That's that's not the one. We're talking about a daily Mass on a Saturday. So typically in most parishes, that's going to be a Saturday morning. Here in Hayes, you'll see it at 8 a.m., at least at, at St. Joseph's and, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary Parish. Can't remember what time St. Nick's has a Saturday morning Mass, but typically 8 a.m. And by that time, your family is getting ready to do all sorts of things. So you can easily be drawn off from, from doing Mass a particular month. And so that breaks that chain of five successive Saturdays. But aside from that, it's not really difficult to complete. You must receive We'll go over those requirements again. Go to confession. Now, confession doesn't have to be on that day. It can be eight days prior or eight days after Mm -hmm. that first Saturday. So you must receive sacramental confession. And with the intention of of offering that confession up in reparation for the sins committed against the Immaculate Heart. So you have to sort of remember that in your mind and and go to confession. And, And let's just pause there for a moment. So our mother is asking us to go to her son and ask for forgiveness. Isn't that wonderful? And to do that on a monthly basis, and in that way, not only to keep ourselves in a state of grace to receive a communion, but also to draw us even closer to him through that sacrament and help us prepare for our, the spiritual battle that we have on a daily basis. So we're asked to essentially make sure you go to confession at least once a month. The second thing is, is to receive Holy Communion. And the only way you can receive that, well, I should say the only way, but generally is, is going to Mass. That's the first Saturday Mass. So you're receiving that communion and you are also offering that communion up in reparation for the sins committed against her Immaculate Heart. So she's drawing you to her son in Holy Communion, all right? And so you're going to Mass and you're seeing that that sacrifice represented again of her son on Calvary, say five decades of the rosary. So she asks us then to say a rosary and to meditate upon those mysteries of her life with her son. Again, always drawing us to her son through what she has seen. That's what those mysteries are, what she has seen that it, with her own eyes of what her son did for our our salvation. And then finally, to keep her company for just 15 minutes, 15 minutes meditating upon those mysteries, whether they're all the mysteries of the rosary or uh, you know, a set of the mysteries or even one mystery. But to take the 15 minutes to, to contemplate with her about that particular mystery. And that's what you do. If you do that for five successive first Saturdays, then you've completed the devotion. And this can be a one and done thing, but generally you don't want to do that. Once you start that process to keep going, it draws you even closer to Jesus through Mary. Then you mentioned that it's related to her helping us at the hour of our death, which is something we specifically ask for in the Hail Mary. That's right. In fact, in the Hail Mary, there are two important times that we ask for our help, now and at the hour of our death. And those are the two important times every time we should be thinking about in our life. We always need assistance now, and what that now moves into the future every moment. And that's when we really need uh, her assistance, her intercession of our prayers to her son, and then especially at the, at the other important time, at, at the hour of our death. So what would you say to someone who is concerned about being like, oh, I'm super busy, that might be super difficult, it sounds great, but I just don't know if I can do it? 
there are a lot of things that are really important that we're supposed to do, and we can find all sorts of excuses not to do them. And I'm, I'm certainly a person who is tempted to do that too. And I've done that in the past where I've said, well, I know I should be doing this, but I find something else to do instead. You know, I, I know I shouldn't eat that extra piece of cheesecake, but hey, I'll eat that extra piece of cheesecake. But we know that if it's something truly important to us, we usually will make that time. We'll usually make that sacrifice. Anything that's worthwhile in life involves some sort of sacrifice, whether it's going to be a sacrifice of time, a sacrifice of a special event we might want to do, or during Lent, for example, we know that idea of, of giving something up for Lent is supposed to be a, a sacrifice to draw us closer to Christ during that, that period of time. Anything important requires a sacrifice. Getting a degree in college, for example, you have a sacrifice of time and, and energy to go ahead and, and successfully get you to that level. So what I would say is, is this is important. This is important enough that, that we should attempt to do this in, in our lifetime. And there will be much fruit that is born from this. I, I can assure you that I've seen it in my life, how there's been additional fruit born of my simply doing this devotion. And I can almost assure anybody who does it, they'll see that, that, that fruit be born, if not in these five months, a certain time afterwards. No doubt about that. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show. 